Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, your name, what school you go to. Uh, well, my name is Sergio Rosso. I graduated from Springwoods High School. I'm going to Texas A&M in, in the fall. Okay. And so um, let's start off with, uh, I want you to think back here a little bit. Can you give us a little bit of information as far as like what all interaction you've had with working with kids? Maybe some background information on that. Yeah, I started back in my... Um, I could say sophomore year back in where I volunteered during the spring break camps or the summer camps over at Esperanza with Victor Sendis. Um, he would invite us to go and train the little kids or at least watch them while he was over there doing something. That's where I started getting my feel for interacting with smaller kids or smaller students my age. Then after that, I kept I asked Mr. Sendis for a, opportunity, a job opportunity in his after school program he had. So he gave me that, and that's where I started really, really seeing what what I could do with, with smaller kids, impacting them one night. I would run their after-school program, I did the recreational time with them, and that's that's after after doing the summer camps and spring break camps. And then after that, I started doing the volunteering with my soccer team at school over at Westwood Elementary, helping them with the soccer program as well. And as I keep on going, I just keep on looking at, at camps and wherever I could volunteer to help smaller younger students. Now I know that the you mentioned the soccer program with Westwood, and it was also with Pine Shadows. Can you? I know that that one was a little bit more recent. So could you give us maybe some details as far as what that looked like? Yeah. Uh, what y'all did? Did you have practices? What was the skill? What was the focus? And maybe if y'all did some type of event or something like that. Yeah, um, it was it was before soccer season started, so every every player had free time after school, and um, it was a 10, 10 week program, and one day a week we volunteer, basically going down to the elementary school and and teach those those elementary kids the soccer skills, the basics, basically. Um, we would go out there for an hour and a half, and we would teach them whatever whatever the instructions were for that day or whatever activities we were going to have for that day. We did this for 10, 10 weeks and after those 10 weeks we, um, Tim and I had this idea of having a an ultimate game I guess you could say um, for all the students that were involved in this program and um, we organized one day event for three hours I believe and we had games for for all the kids they competed against each other. Um, we organized, we got the drum line out there, we got the cheerleaders out there we got some cooking going on, we had music, we had a whole bunch of things. Everybody was there. It was a really neat experience organizing that event. And so you kind of, your coaches kind of gave you complete freedom here. And so after that experience, did you did you have a new perspective perspective or respect, I guess, for, for your Definitely coaches? And it was hard. It was, it was hard. Um, that day of the event, I got home that day and I was worn out. I was tired. I... My feet kept kept on feeling really, really heavy. I, I just sat down, but at the same time, I was satisfied. I, I was happy. I was I, w I was feeling good because I had accomplished that, organized that event. But definitely, I do. I admire coaches actually because of that. Um, they do this every day. They every day during the game. I did that one one day and mentioned them every day for practice, for games, for anything basically. And it's just amazing. And not too long after that event, I know that our, our district spring branch started something that actually 
by accident but not by accident started with you guys with the Future Coaches Academy and so you were also a part of one of the first cohorts to go out to Texas A&M for the day. Could you share with us a little bit about your experience of maybe what you did that day, what you took away from that day? Yeah, definitely. Um, a week before, I, I kept on hearing um, they're going to A&M, this and that, but I didn't know it was for the coaching. I just knew that it was A&M, so I was like, I really want to be going there. One night. I didn't have A&M in my mind at all. Then Friday came up, I had the application. I always get the application, even if I'm not going to go, I always get it just to have the flu one thing. Then Friday, um, I got the application. I was thinking about it. It was till Sunday night. We were going Monday, I believe. It was till Sunday night that I decided to go the next day. We were going to miss the whole day, or the whole day of school, and I decided to go. I heard it was coaching. I was, I was like, why not give it a shot? Ain't no good, give it a shot. So um, the next day I woke up, it was 6 in the morning. Obviously, it's always a hassle to wake up at 6 in the morning. Especially on a school day, um, even if you if you've been, if you're missing school, you still don't want to wake up at six. But um, I woke up that day. I was the first one at school for that for the coach. I remember that. But uh, we got up there to A&M. Um, we heard many people talk. Dr. Um, Mike Thornton, Dr. John Thornton, some other people. We they talked, and that to be honest with you, that's the reason I I. Um, decided to go to AM. I decided to apply to AM really because of all all those great people, all those talks. Uh, I just thought it was a good place. I visited the campus as well. I just thought it was an amazing place and I decided to apply there. And then whenever um my financial aid packages started getting to my to me, started seeing all these different schools I applied, all of them accept me but then all of them sent me different financial aid and thankfully and hope thankfully um A and M sent me the best financial aid. But um if it wasn't for that trip up there to so A&M, I would have never applied for it and would have never been accepted and going in during the fall. Yeah. So when you decided to, to make A&M the school you wanted to go to, did you have to have a conversation with your parents? Yes. And how did that go? Okay, well, for me, for my family, it's more um, easier decision type of thing. Obviously, they're going to have their, their thoughts and opinions on things. But at the end, it's your your decision for my family. So my what my mom and dad told me was like, my opinion to that is, is it's great for you to be going to school in this, but think about we we have always been an economically wise family and low low income, I guess you could say. We're not that bad nor that good, but still we, we were hassle with money. So college was a big thing. Well, I had to go to college, but I would have gone to U of H or HCC, one of the two. I would have never gone out of Houston. So whenever A&M came to, to my mind and I applied for it and I got my financial aid and I talked to them about it, they were they, they were a little hesitated because they were like, okay, you got the scholarship, why not? But how are you going to live over there? How, how are you going to be buying food? How are you going to feed yourself? How are you going to buy clothes? How are you going to do this, this, and that? And, so, and it, was hard for, it was hard for me to explain to them that that I didn't know if I was gonna need money for to buy food or buy clothes, but if I did, I would find a way for a job or something. But the basis was covered, which which was money for for school with a scholarship with my financial aid, money for my meal plan, whatnot, everything. The basis was covered, but they still didn't get that process in their mind. So it was definitely definitely a a hassle explaining all that to them that I was gonna move schools, I was gonna move move to a different city, and um, it was hard. But at the end of the day, they. They um, they agree with me. They've been um, actually they've been more more comprehensive. They've been wanting to know more after that that talk with them, and it's it's going great for now.
Well, let's fast forward to uh, Spring Branch also hosted its first ever student leadership summit. And I know that you got an opportunity in the fall to hear from some of these professors like Dr. Thornton, Dr. John Thornton. We brought in some other folks as well, Sherry Alford, uh, Dr. Or Elliot Whitney, um, Paige Hershey, Rebecca Fox. You know, what did, what did you think of the Student Leadership Summit or how did that help you as, as well in your development or your decision of what you're doing? That did help me a lot. It, um, it impacted me actually. Um, the stories they had behind them. I still remember um, Mr. Elliot Whitney's story about, not his story, his presentation about how, um, how Norbrook had 10% go to um, a higher education, how Springwood's had 25% and then Memorial and Stratford a different percentage. Um, that impacted me as well. Um, Ms. Paige Hershey, her talk about um, looking for those opportunities, looking for for opportunities for you to open what you want. Look, not, the opportunities don't look for you, you look for the opportunities. Um, also, the, the other speakers that were talking about networking, about meeting people that will help you for the future. And what that leadership summit did for me was, was grow me more as a person, as an individual, as in being more professional at things. Before, before that leadership, I didn't, I didn't think of emailing a person. I never used an email before, before the summit. After the summit, um, I started emailing people. I started, I started interacting with people a lot more, and that leadership did actually give me leadership, more leadership than I thought I had. So those numbers you mentioned, 10% Northbrook, 25% Spring Woods. What feeling did you get inside when you heard those numbers? That took, that, that's um, you got me mad. You got me mad. The reason why is because everybody could do it. Everybody has a the capacity to be someone else higher than than just having a high school diploma. Like everybody else, but it's just that it gets me mad because I know the students are lazy. They're just lazy. They they don't look for the opportunities. Like um, Ms. Pacher, she said, look for the opportunities. They don't. They just care about what's there, what's the present. They don't care about the future. They don't look at both the present and the future. They. It was just I was I was just it was, I was shocked. But at the same time, I wasn't that much because I would see what my classmates would do. They would be lazy and not do their work for them to be someone big in life. So, so you also mentioned finding opportunities, and you know it's been brought to our knowledge too that you had an opportunity over the summer. Can you give us a little bit more yeah, um, detail of what that was? During the leadership summit, Miss um, Pritchard she was talking about. Um, finding opportunities, looking for those opportunities. So I turned the page on her and I emailed her and asked her for a, an internship in her office, in her athletic office. And she said yes, right away she said yes to contact her, to email her and get in touch with her office staff and this and that. So I got her, I got an internship in her office and I've been there this this last month and I'm going to be there this month as well. For two, for two months I'm being that internship and it's awesome, it's just seeing one day I would like to be an athletic director, organize, organize something, be have that title. So it's just awesome to see what what she goes through, what she um, what she does. So it helps me shape up my path as as what I see she does. So what are some things that you got to do as part of the internship? So I know you got you mentioned you got to see more of what she does as an athletic director. What yeah. are some of the things that you you got a chance to take part in? Well, there's two main things that I get that she has no free time at all mainly and that she goes to a lot of meetings 
Um, I got, I have gotten, gotten a chance to go to one of the board meetings they had, one of the bond meetings they had, a, a sports clinic they had, and um, other meeting, small meetings that she had now and then. Um, also, 